0: Police are investigating a hit and run collision involving a pedestrian. The incident took place at about 5.15 on Thursday, February 3rd at the Grand Harbor Roundabout in Georgetown. The pedestrian was crossing the road when he was hit by a vehicle, which then kept on going. The injured man was taken to the Cayman Islands Hospital, treated and then later released for what police believed were serious but non-life-threatening injuries. Investigators are now appealing to anyone who may have witnessed the incident and who might be able to provide information that will help them in identifying the vehicle and its driver to call the Bodentown Police Station. The number is 947-2220. You can make an anonymous tip to police on their confidential tip line at 949-7777 or on their website. The work continues to rebuild Cayman's tourism industry. Cayman Airways says Denver visitors headed our way will be flying on the newest jet fleet in the Caribbean. The airline notes the Boeing 737-8 jet aircraft offers travelers extra in-flight storage space, roomier cabins, more seats in business class, and over 30 percent more seats overall than the airline's previous jet fleet. Paul Tibbets is the Executive Vice President of Finance and Commercial Affairs.
1: Our nonstop service between Grand Cayman and Denver reduces the travel time to Cayman from typically between 9 and 11 hours using multiple flights to less than five hours aboard a nonstop flight operated by our brand new state-of-the-art Boeing 737-8 aircraft.
0: Cayman Airways says the nonstop service from Denver to Grand Cayman resumes on February 26th. It'll be a weekly flight on Saturdays between Owen Roberts and Denver International. Cayman Airways Denver route is being offered in partnership with the Ministry of Tourism and Transport and the Cayman Islands Department of Tourism. It will operate through August 6, 2022. Historically, the Denver route has been particularly welcomed by scuba divers. As you heard right here on Radio Cayman, the Office of Education Standards is back in local classrooms, assessing how institutions have fared in the face of the COVID-19 pandemic. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller reports one of those quick visits was at Joanna Clark Primary School in Savannah.
2: In a letter posted to the Office of Education Standards website, a senior inspector spoke to her January 12th visit, adding that she did not fight, quote, any significant concerns. She did note several things, including an exemplary attitude towards ongoing delivery of a quality provision for all students and creating a safe and supportive environment. Attainment, though, was lower than expected. However, students' data and work scrutiny reveals that all groups of students, quote, continue to make progress during the pandemic. Some teachers did report feeling exhausted and felt as though working lo- longer terms without additional staffing could prove to be quote unsustainable. The letter says the school has identified a need for greater flexibility to deal with unforeseen issues and to allow for more time to better address teaching demands during the pandemic. The teachers say that they do feel supported by the senior leadership team at the Joanna Clark Primary School. Health and safety are a top priority there with regular and thorough cleaning by janitorial staff, students being placed in year group bubbles, and proper mask wearing and social distancing. The letter notes a quote significant a significant minority of teachers have expressed concerns regarding the apparent lack of consultation with schools regarding the formulation of COVID-19 national regulations. One such policy is allowing unvaccinated students who are primary contacts of COVID-19 positive persons to continue attending school with negative LFT tests. The letter says a significant minority shared that they felt more vulnerable to COVID-19 transmission. They also felt that the possible increased risk of transmission to teachers was not always, quote, considered by policymakers. Reporting for Radio K-Man News, I'm Carsley Fuller.
0: Following the publication of Ministry of Education guidelines and the constraints of COVID-19, the Office of Education Standards planned these one-day thematic visits to reduce the pressure on schools. These are not full inspections, and the unit is not giving graded judgments. An all-female parade contingent captures the public's eye during Sunday's special meeting of the House of Parliament, the official launch of Queen Elizabeth II's Platinum Jubilee celebrations in the Cayman Islands. first in our history, a contingent of all female officers of the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service. Normally, the Commissioner of Police walks with the governor, aide-de-camp, and parade commander to inspect the contingent. But this year, Inspector Wendy Parchment stepped into the role of the Commissioner. She tells Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego it was truly a momentous occasion.
1: Well, this is the first in the 36 years that I've been uh, a member of the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service that we've ever done anything like this. I think this is a momentous um, time for us and uh, I think it's also a contribution um, to our societies and globally for them to see how much the females have contributed to law enforcement all over the world and definitely to the Cayman Islands. Um, we have broken all glass ceilings and open doors um, for the ladies um, of our society and of our communities simply because this has been predominantly a male organization. You also stepped into the role of commissioner, assumed that role during this parade contingent. What was that like for you? Well, it was nerve-wracking because I hadn't done anything like this at all. And to represent the commissioner, it's a big deal. So. Practically, you got to think of the mere fact that I am a female. I can't be making mistakes because people have to see that we can do this job and do this job equally as well as a man. And so to take his shoes just for a few minutes, I, I felt overwhelmed with pride and dignity. And I know that he must have respected us enough to allow the ladies to take lead today. I'm sure everyone was proud of this moment. I heard a few people just saying, wow, just standing in astonishment of what took place. And a little birdie told me this has actually been in the works for some time. now what was kind of going on with the ladies with the other officers during this time in preparation for this moment well they were always ready because they have always formed um, a part of our our parades Um, each time there's the opening for the LA or or the courts or Queen's parade the ladies always stepped up and remarkably they've done just as well or better in some cases than our male companions here um, at RCIPS and um, I think the male partners would also make make it known That um, they're proud to have us on board to see that we have done such a a remarkable job. Inspector Parchment, lastly, do you think this will be the last time we'll see? Oh, no, no, no. No, I'm I'm not going to even let you finish that sentence. (laughs) Um, No, ma'am. I think this is the beginning of of something new. And I believe that. The Cayman Islands, the people of the Cayman Islands, our government, and the rest of the world, I think that they're they're going to be knocked off of their, their socks to see just how well we've done, and they will be expecting more from us.
0: RCIPS Inspector Wendy Parchment. Young Caymanian Daquan Smith is a finalist in this year's Young Musician of the Caribbean Award competition. The competition was born from an alliance between the British Chamber of Commerce in the Dominican Republic, the Associated Board of the Royal Schools of Music in London, and Bangor University in Wales, in collaboration with the British Embassy in Santo Domingo. The regional competition is open to young classical instrumentalists between the ages of 12 and 16 from the Caribbean Islands and brings together a prestigious panel made up of three British judges. Smith is one of the few candidates selected to participate in round two of the competition, which is taking place in Santo Domingo on March 26th. Miss Teen Cayman Islands' Isaiah Thomas is encouraging teenage girls to sign up for this year's pageant.
1: I would say go for it. Even if you have second thoughts, you never know, you could end up winning. I had second thoughts about joining and I'm Miss Teen now and I couldn't be happier. I say just be yourself, work hard in training. The training is really important and work on your public speaking. Public speaking is a big part of Miss Teen.
0: Organized by the Lions Club of Grand Cayman, the Miss Teen pageant is open to Caymanian girls 15 to 18 years old. Ms. Thomas says her experience has been thrilling.
1: My favorite part of everything is the community service. I've had the most fun gift wrapping during Christmas time, packing food for the elderly, cleanups, and even helping to build a wheelchair ramp. I still get a lot of congratulations for winning this team, which makes me really grateful.
0: Ms. Thomas adds the $54,000 scholarship from the Cayman Islands government has changed her life. The deadline for applications for this year's pageant is March 25th. There is a meet-and-greet scheduled on Saturday, February 26th from 12 to 2 p.m. at the Lion Center. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.